0: Yes guys, hello, welcome to House of Worship episode 37 already and my name is Shoot and I'm very glad that you're listening again. Well, as you can hear, we do it in English again because we have a lot of listeners of all over the place, so that's very awesome guys. This time we have some new music of Amaze, George Skies, Jasper Street, Casey Light and Lee Morris and a much more. And of course, we have a word of the day. So, with further ado, this is episode 37.
1: Bye bye.
2: Oh, my soul is a witness. Yes, it is. Oh, yes. Oh, my soul is a witness.
3: Like I don't care
2: I'm hoping you will answer all my prayers I will try my best and I will breathe again Cause I'll give you everything
0: What you've been going through so long, you think the issue is you, but you can stop it with a thought. I mean, right now, I mean, right now, the darkness that has overwhelmed you. Help me, Holy Spirit, they don't believe me. You can stop it with a thought. Now, she did not get healed because she just thought. She got healed when she touched, but she only touched because she thought. It starts with a thought. When I think of the goodness of Jesus, when I think about the Lord, how he saved me… We used to sing this, Holly. How he raised me, how he filled me, how he healed me, how how he reached down and rescued me. You can stop it with a thought. You can stop it with a thought. The gates of hell will not prevail. One thought about God. My thoughts are not your thoughts. I can stop it with a thought. I found out thoughts are optional. Yeah, thoughts are optional. I might have a thought, but I don't have to let the thought have me. B3 organ on that point. Give them 12 seconds to praise God. I don't have to think like this, live like this, bleed like this. I don't have to die like this. That was kind of weak. Let's try it again. Think of all the ways he made. Think of all the things he did. I've been thinking about the wrong things. I'm one thought away from joy. One thought away from healing. Yeah. Thoughts are optional. Can I tell you how I know? If you did everything you thought, you have a prison ministry from the inside of the prison. My God. Tim is so unsanctified. He'd be in prison if he did everything he thought about since I've been preaching. It's kind of like a split screen to me, okay? It's like probably what the other people thought when the woman was coming up and what she thought. I almost called the message, hold that thought. Hold that thought. I almost called the message, hold that thought. Let's at least put that in the chat. I mean, even if you're watching this after three and a half years, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. I mean, she said, "If I touch him, it don't matter what anybody else thinks." Once you get over the fact that other people's opinions—they are not limits—they are merely suggestions. Contrary to what your mom told you, don't have to eat everything on your plate. You don't have to believe everything in your brain. So the thought is optional, and and I imagine that the woman thought put it back up because she thought. That's what got me started on wanting to preach about this woman. Is because just like her bleeding started on the inside, so did her healing. Now if y'all gonna sit over there to my side, you gotta get in on the sermon. Y'all can't sit there like it's a spectator event. Because she thought. But you can't see thoughts. So how does Luke know or Mark know or Matthew know what she thought? By what she did. I'll make a suggestion, and y'all can click over to an Andy Stanley sermon or something if you think I'm preaching heresy here. But what if, what if she had a thousand other thoughts, and yet the only one that she acted on is the only one that mattered. See, I can have a thousand thoughts, I can have a thousand thoughts, but the one that I hold determines where I go. I bet she also thought… Can we talk about what the woman also thought? You've been sick 12 years. You've been to every doctor. You've been kicked out of every insurance policy. Nobody wants to hire you. You got pre-existing conditions, so nobody wants to be with you. Twelve years. That's long enough to completely give up hope. That's long enough where she would have thought, also thought… How many agree she would have also thought? Put it on the split screen. Here's the screen of what she did. Here's what she also thought. What's the point? I tried this before. Some of y'all can't even hear a sermon real good because you got inspired last Sunday, and you feel like you had an even worse week, so you don't even want to hear it anymore. Yeah, cool, man. Whatever. I bet a part of her. I bet. I bet she had the thought. Whatever. She heard about Jesus. He's a healer. I bet she thought. Whatever. Yeah. I've seen this show before. What does he want? He just wants my money too. Yeah. You, know, you begin to think things. You ever think things? Even good things. Even good things can be wrong things. I was talking to one of my friends this week who studied the creative process. And I was like, "Give me a piece of advice on the creative process, because I'm constantly trying to create. I feel like sometimes, like I'm just bleeding, hemorrhaging the next sermon, you know." And my friend said, "Hey, uh, make sure you rest while you're working, and let your spirit work on your sermon too." I was like, "Alright, cool. I don't know really how to rest, because I identify myself by what I do." And I, I tend to associate my worth with my work. Somebody say I'm not what I thought I was. I always thought I was only as good as my trophy. I was only as good as my achievement. I was only as good. And so, so here's what I said back to my friend. I said, "That's really cool." I said, "I love that advice to rest and just let my spirit work on my sermon, let my subconscious work on my material." I said, "That's a great creative tip." I said, "It's kind of like when a computer renders." My friend said, Yeah, kind of like that, but you're not a computer. (sighs) I'm not what I thought. My friend was trying to get me to see you got the right idea, but you got the wrong identity. You're not an object, you're not a machine. I know every parent sometimes just feels like a vending machine and then an Uber and then a referee and then a and then what else you feel like? Parents, 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 what you feel like sometimes? I feel like if I'm not driving them somewhere, cleaning something up, I'm a housekeeper, I'm a short order shelf, but but I'm not. That's not all I am. That's not all I am. Stay in your lane, Steve. Be a preacher. That's not all I am. That's not all I am. Do you feel God on that? That's not all I am. Now, that might be all I've experienced up to this point, but that's not all I am. That, my genetics just haven't met Jesus yet. That's not all I. I'm not just the woman with the issue of blood. That's not all I am. I'm not just Jairus, the synagogue leader. I'm also a dad. I need ministry. I need a touch. I need refreshing. I need a flow. I need a prayer answer. Yeah. That's not all I am. I'm not what I thought I was. I'm so much more than I thought I was. How many times have I limited what I could receive because of what I thought I was? Because she thought. She touched, and because she touched, the healing stopped. But you know what's really crazy? Instead of getting back on the road to get to Jairus' daughter, the one who was more important, Jesus stopped in verse 30. And Here we see in the Scripture the first instance of contact tracing. The Bible says, Jesus stopped. So her bleeding stopped. Jesus stopped. You got 30? And he realized power, 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 power. There's power in a thought. There's power in a thought. There's power in a thought. She thought, she touched. Jesus said, I felt that. Now remember, she heard, she came. She thought, she touched, she felt. Feelings follow thoughts. And Jesus stops and goes, Whoa, I felt something. And the woman's like, I did too. (laughs) And it started with a thought. Feelings start with thought. And so, next time you wonder when you're in a bad mood or something like that, like, Oh my God, why? It's like the weather just changed on the inside. What happened? Do some contact tracing with your thoughts. And some of y'all, this is gonna mean you're not gonna be texting everybody back this week, because I did some contact tracing, and I found out every time I text you, is trouble for me. Look, look in the Bible, so up to date in the Bible, so 2020. Look at the Bible. The Bible said, "Jesus, stopped, And He said, "Turn around, and cross." said, "Who touched my clothes? Who touched me?" Now, the disciples are annoyed, not just because they don't want to go back through and do the paperwork to find out who had COVID and who was exposed and six feet distance, none of that. But watch what the disciples said, verse 31. It doesn't say it's Peter, but I bet it was. You see the people crowding against you as disciples, answered, and yet you can ask, Who touched me? <laughs> Your feelings come so fast, don't they? It's hard to even know where it started. It's like, you want, you want us to trace it all the way back. Jesus, we don't have time to stop and talk about your feelings. Jairus' daughter is dying, so we can stop and break it all down if you want to, but it's a lot of people and it's a lot of stuff. I was telling Eric the other day… I said, I try to figure out why I'm in a bad mood, but if I tried to trace everything that made me in a bad mood back, I'd never go anywhere. I'd never get out of bed. Some days sunny weather makes me depressed because I think I should be outside enjoying it. Some days rainy weather makes me depressed because it's raining. I can't trace anything back; it just comes so fast. You know what I'm saying? Who, who touched me? It's like a lot of people are touching. A lot of things are happening. The world's really crazy right now. I can't. He said, "No, no, 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 no. Who touched me?" And he kept looking around, verse 32, to see who had done it. So I know we don't live by our feelings, but sometimes we need to focus on our feeling. And see what led to it. you all following me? you all following me? So Jesus like, "Who touched me? Who 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 touched me? He didn't see her because she came up from behind. And the woman verse 33, who is only used to being a nuisance or an inconvenience. How many of you, give me the camera? Read that one. How many of you? Have ever felt like you were a nuisance because that's the way other people treated you. Or that's what you thought they thought. How stupid is it to be trapped in what you thought they thought? This is called thought tracing. Not contact, it's thought tracing. Well, I think they thought they did that because they thought they thought the woman thought she was in trouble. And the reason I know she thought she was in trouble when Jesus stopped. On the way to Jairus' house, help me do this, Lord. It's because when she came up, verse 33, the Bible says descriptively, she came back and fell at his feet. And trembling with fear, she thought she was in trouble. But she wanted to tell the truth. She heard, she came, she thought, she touched. She felt, she told. It was me. It was me. I don't mean this in any kind of stereotypical way, but the fact that she was a woman makes me think she didn't give Jesus the plot summary, because my wife doesn't give me plot summaries or cliff notes. She told him the whole truth. She told him the whole truth. What it had been like to bleed on the inside. What it had been like to once have resources. And as you spend all your resources, your issue continues to deteriorate your reality. And she told him that, you know, trembling, she told him, I know I wasn't supposed to stop you, I know I caused a big commotion. I know you were on your way to heal that important man's daughter. And Jesus stopped and said, Who did it? Who did it? It seems petty that he would stop healing somebody to come fuss at somebody. He said, Who did it? I wonder why he did it because when I read his response after she told him the whole truth, It says in verse 34. Can you give me verse 34? That he said to her daughter, Your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering, but she was already freed from her suffering. Give me verse 29. When she touched him, immediately her bleeding stopped, and she felt in her body that she was free from her suffering. She was already free. Why'd he call her back? Not to reprimand her. Maybe he called her back to give her a little bit more money or a little bit more details or maybe to give her a little extra help. So I read that over and over again. Somebody say, I'm not what I thought. You remember how she snuck up and said, if I just touch the hem of his garment, the dirty part, the part that's been dragging through the street with feces and urine? and 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 the mud off of the shoes of the, the feet who the other important people as they moved through the street to do things that she no longer had the resource to do, and that's all that's all she thought she was. If I touch it, and then I sneak away, and she snuck away like a thief. They couldn't find her. She snuck away like she stole something. He said, Who did it? Bring her back. And then he told her what she already knew. Why'd he call her back? Why did he call her back and let Jairus' daughter die just to tell her what she already knew? And then I realized something. Put verse 34 on the screen. It's not what he told her, it's what he called her. He didn't call her woman with the issue of blood. We call her that. He didn't. There are many times in Scripture that Jesus touches people and they're healed. There are very few where someone touches him, and there's only one time in Scripture that Jesus calls somebody… Put it back up. Daughter. This is the only time Jesus uses that Term. Why did he stop on the way to heal Jairus' daughter? Because there was a, another daughter who forgot that she was a daughter. So I'm not going to let you sneak away like a beggar. If I let you sneak away right now, the bleeding may stop but you will live the rest of your life believing something about yourself that isn't true. What would you do if you knew it was true that you were a daughter of God? What would you do, what would it be like if you knew that almighty, omnipotent, all-powerful God? had committed his resources to you like weak little Stephen Furtick has committed his resources to Abby. What would you do? What could knock you off your balance? What could the opinions of others do to you if you knew that I am not what I did and I am not what I went through and I am not what I thought I was? And I am not what I suffered, and I am not what I lost. Jesus said, Call her back. I know Jairus has a daughter, but she's a daughter too. I know nobody else sees her, but that's my daughter just minister lj just minister i need you to receive this word you don't have to touch the dirty part the limited part come on i'm not what a thought. I am not my temptation. I am not my perversion. I am not my discouragement. I am not my last mistake. I am not my pattern. I am not my flesh. I have been crucified with Christ, and if I can touch him, I can have what he has, because I am like He is. I'm a daughter. I'm a son. He called her back so she would know. You're not leaving like a thief. You're not leaving like a beggar. You're leaving like a daughter. Don't you crawl out of here waiting to get caught. She thought she was in trouble, but Jesus brought her back to tell her the truth. She was bleeding on the inside, and she did something on the outside, but God didn't just want to fix what was happening in her body. She heard about Jesus, and that freed her from her suffering, but when she heard from Jesus. Not about Jesus. It freed her from her shame. Lift your hands in the air right now. I break the power of shame off of your mind. I break the power of shame off of your past. I break the pa- power of shame off of your body.
3: When night has fallen And fear is calming, Still you're calling me When faith is lost and My hope exhausted You will be my strength When my mind says I'm not good enough God, you're enough for me Yeah, I've decided I'm not good Giving up? Cause you won't give up on me. You won't give up on me. Your love is holding on and it won't let go. I feel it breaking out, it's like an echo. Your love is holding on and it won't let go. I feel it breaking out, it's like an echo, echoing my soul. Promises to me Now there's no stopping What you have started Until it is complete It's holding on and it won't let go. I feel it breaking out. It's like an echo. Your love is holding on and it won't let go. I feel it breaking out. It's like an echo, echoing my soul.